0: Company founded back in 2012, channel grabber, again, helping e-commerce brands, currently serving 800, paying 145, 135 bucks a month, doing about 110 grand per month in revenue right now. That's up from 85 grand per month just a year ago. They're bootstrapped. They have about 400,000 bucks in debt that they've raised, looking to be cash flow positive in early 2019. 2.5% 2. logo churn per month, about 3% revenue churn per month, spending 300 bucks fully, weighted to acquire a $145 a month customer. So two or three month payback team of 20 based in the UK, founded in 2012. Hello, everybody. My guest today is Mike Morgan. He's an ex pilot who entered the IT sector 25 years ago. He worked through the ranks to serve in senior executive roles at Compaq, HP, and Sony across EMEA before founding his own SaaS company, expanding to the US and exiting in 2016. He served on the boards of many startups since 2005 and currently runs two e-commerce SaaS companies, a consultancy practice for startups, and a Harley-Davidson dealership while holding the chairmanship of a mobile ticketing software startup. Mike, you're a busy guy. Are you ready to take us to the top?
1: I am. I was born ready. Let's go.
0: All right. Board seats or or a weekend, you know, on, cruising on your Harley-Davidson. What should you prefer?
1: Uh, uh, oh, come on. I love riding my Harley-Davidson. There's nothing that beats that. Do
0: you ever ride, ride and you have your AirPods in and you're at the, uh, on a board meeting at the same time?
1: It, it's been known, yeah. But I'm usually trying to do that on a train, which in this country, believe me, uh, does not give a satisfactory outcome. But
0: um, you're yeah, in Manchester? I, love, I love
1: riding my bike and... Uh, I, I fit the rest in everywhere Okay.
0: Mike, which country you're in? Are you in Manchester?
1: I'm I based in Manchester in the UK. Yeah,
0: Yeah. very good. All right. Tell us about the company. So first off, you do a bunch of stuff. Is Channel Grabber your, your kind of your largest business?
1: Yeah, that's the company that takes most of my time.
0: Okay, great. So tell us about, let's focus on that company. What's the company do and what's the revenue model?
1: So, um, it's a SaaS business, so it's monthly recurring revenue based. Um, it's a multi-channel e-commerce solution, um, which we supply to online retailers, uh, enables a retailer to connect all of their online destinations, So eBay, Amazon, Etsy, Walmart, you name it, um, and access all of the back office functions through a single user interface through our web application.
0: Okay. And give me a general sense of, of what people might pay per year for this kind of tool.
1: Yeah, so our our average monthly recurring revenue for a customer is about 145 bucks, 145, 150 bucks. And what are they getting for that
0: typically? Is that like a number of SKUs? Like, what are your limits?
1: So um, our fees are based on order volume. So we have the conventional banding structure. So the more orders you you process through the application, the more you'll pay. So it's a win-win situation.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, so 145 bucks a month on average, and put this on a timeline for us. When did you launch the company?
1: So uh, Channel Gamma was founded back in 2012. Um, the original founders um, uh, managed the business through to uh, 20, what, 2016. Uh, there was a split of the original founders and the shareholders um, invited me to come in and take over the business, uh, which I did last year. So I've been here running the operation since uh, April 2017.
0: Okay, and what does that mean, by the way, takeover? I mean, you had an exit in 2016. Did you use a bunch of that capital to buy this company out, or what's that actually look like? Uh,
1: I, I, I haven't bought the company out. I'm a shareholder of Channel Grubber. Um, so I, I initially came in and, and did a actually a consultancy uh, project for the shareholders to take a look at the business and assess the potential for growth. Uh, I identified areas that we should focus on and invest in. And uh, we started to do that uh, in the spring of last year. So I, I run the business now as CEO. Um, it is part time right now, as you already mentioned, like quite a lot of other things going on. Um, but Channel Grabber is, is uh, my main focus.
0: Okay, so just to be clear, they essentially gave you like, a, like an equity grant, that's I assume investing to some degree, you didn't, you didn't actually come in and buy a majority stake or something like that in the company?
1: i not, no, I, I didn't buy a majority stake, but I have bought shares in the company. And of course, I do have
0: options. I see. I see. Okay. Very good. That, that helps you understand kind of what the function actually looks like. And what's the team size today? How many people? So we have 20 employees right now. Okay. Everyone in UK?
1: So far, yeah. We, um, we started selling into the U S, uh, this summer and that's going really well, but we've decided to, uh, to, to, do that at a low cost, low touch model. So, uh, we Product sell in the US, but we're doing sales and marketing from the UK into the US market.
0: Yeah, I know that, that makes sense. And what have you, you know, you took over a year ago. What have you been able to scale to in terms of total customers using the platform?
1: So we, we've just uh, exceeded 800 customers.
0: Okay. And how is that, um, where's that growth come from? I mean, how are you getting these customers?
1: Uh, well we've 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 invested time and effort in demand generation which is something that was not a great focus uh, of the team previously obviously um but we've also invested a hell of a lot in the product uh, in the last 12 months so the product was feature deficient and in record time we we've, we've plunged a lot of investment into development resources and we've now at a point where we have a product which we believe is is market leading in terms of uh, functionality.
0: And Mike, when you say plow a ton of money in, I mean, did you raise capital to do this or you just use your cash flow or what?
1: We, we used uh, limited cash, uh, and I mean limited, but we've <laughs> also um, brought in a, a little uh, debt. So um, uh, being very transparent, uh, we've probably about $400,000 of debt in the last 12 months, which, uh, which we
0: servicing. Which firm did you decide to work with on that debt? You know, venture debt is becoming more and more popular.
1: Well, well we actually worked with um, two uh, providers. One was Creative England. Uh, you may be, not be familiar with them, but they're a great um, and very supportive lender here to small businesses in the UK. Uh, and we also worked with Funding Circle
0: yep okay now do they follow the same venture debt uh terms that like like most venture debt firms so there's no personal guarantees no covenants, no warrants uh
1: no on the contrary so uh funding circle do require uh personal guarantees from the shareholders um funding circle works uh on a uh debenture model so so the debt is is registered against the business
0: you're, so are you paying that back based off a percentage of gross receipts each month off your revenue stream, or is it actual fixed interest rate?
1: It's it's a fixed monthly fee, fixed interest rate through the duration of the loan. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Okay, very good. And why decide, just out of curiosity, and why decide to do that versus just go raise traditional equity capital?
1: Well, uh, it all comes down to growth. So uh, the, the company, for a number of reasons, um, reached a hiatus in 2014. So um, pretty rapid it was a very typical story, rapid growth, and then uh, plateau. And um, this is the reason why I was asked to come in and take a look at the business to understand why that plateau had taken place and to assess whether there was potential to, to start growing again. And I concluded there was. But um, you know, if you're trying to secure venture uh, capital, then you want to have a good, strong growth story for a period of time. Uh, we couldn't demonstrate that, and that obviously has an adverse impact on valuations. And um, overall, I felt that it was the best solution to uh, to use debt in the short term, and then uh, to go out uh, for a, a venture raise or a private equity raise at this point. So, so in actual fact, coincidentally, we're just kicking off uh, our next funding round uh, this week.
0: Oh, that's great! And so, how much are you looking to raise?
1: Uh, up to $3 million at the stage.
0: Okay. And, and, you know, obviously this is up for negotiation, but what are you targeting in terms of valuation pre-money?
1: So, I, I mean, I think, uh, you know, based on our revenue, we're currently tracking about $1.3 million in, in, uh, annual recurring revenue. So, you know, the, the market rate is, is four to six X, uh, that figure. So, you know, I, I guess, uh, I usually work in pounds, So excuse me, but, okay. um, You know, we're we're probably looking anywhere between six and and, uh, nine million U.S.
0: Yeah. Six to nine million pre-money. Yeah. And do you think I don't know what the market's like over there in the U.K.? Do you think you will be able to get a lead over in the U.K. or you'll have to come over to the states and, and leverage U.S. capital?
1: Well, we're working with a, um, a corporate finance uh, partner uh, on this raise, and, and that, that is simply because uh, the management team here are lacking in bandwidth to, to, you know, to lead a fundraising exercise. We're obviously going to be participating, and I'll be leading it from the management team, but we're going to be working with a partner here. Phone uh, called KBS, and uh, so so they will be uh, leading the outreach to potential uh, to, to potential investors and also potentially buyers. Um, and I, I will I am expecting that to focus on the UK, but uh, I certainly wouldn't rule out um, acquisition investment from the US.
0: If somebody gave you an acquisition offer that was you know around the valuation that you just articulated to so call it six million bucks, I mean, is that something you'd seriously consider? Yeah. And, Absolutely. and what I think,
1: um, you know, looking,
0: go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off.
1: No, I was just going to say that um, I think that uh, a sale of the company is interesting for our current set of principal shareholders uh, in the business for, well, since the outset in the case of the founders. And we also have a uh, uh, an angel investor who came in in our uh, first and only seed round. And so um, you know, I think there would be an appetite that none of them are, are executive or operational with business right now. they're quite distant from it, so I think there would be an appetite to yeah. uh, step out at this stage. The rest of the management team and I are you know committed to stay with the business and, and in fact it, 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 I would certainly move into a full-time role, potentially look at uh, relocation overseas as well. Yeah. whatever the business requires.
0: Is it uh, as they say, right? Is the uh, is the business cash flow positive today?
1: Uh, we are marginally loss making uh, at this point. As I said, we made a lot of um, investments ahead of revenue, um, taken a few chances over the last uh, 12 or 18 months. But we're looking at being uh, cash flow positive uh, in February or
0: March of next year. Got it. And when you say kind of marginally negative today, are we talking like negative 10% or more?
1: Oh, negative less than 10%.
0: Oh, okay, good. In terms of so EBITDA we're, margin. We're,
1: we're in pretty good shape.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Okay, good. And then help me understand current growth. So if you're doing kind of 1.4 million run rate today, where were you about a, a year ago, November 2017?
1: We were, well, we've, we've grown, uh, based on our, our latest estimates for the end of this year, we'll have grown 33% uh, year on year. Um, prior, prior to two or three years, we had grown zero. Um, and and what I think is important is and something we're quite pleased about, proud of, is that uh, we have two products, one old, one new. Um, the new product really took over properly last year from the old, but we still have a lot of customers on the old platform. And all of that growth, and I mean all of it in the last 12 months, uh, has been on the new product, uh, which has a lower average recurring revenue uh, for the year. So to grow by that much. Um, you know, only out of one product line. Uh, I'm pretty pleased with that.
0: Yeah. Well, if you're doing, call it 1.4 million in AR today, that's about 110 grand per month. And if that's 30% higher than what it was a year ago, that means a year ago you were doing, call it 85 grand a month, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yep. great. Talk to me about some of the other critical economics in any SaaS company. What's your churn today and how do you manage it?
1: Our churn uh, has been higher than we would like it to be. Um, it is... Currently running at about uh, 2.5% by customer numbers, um, just under 3% by revenue.
0: That's monthly. Yeah. Um,
1: That's monthly. Uh, We'd like it to be substantially less than that, but we are churning uh, at a higher rate on our old product uh, and a much lower rate on the new. Um, so, you know, naturally our our older product, we have ceased developing that. And I guess higher average churn would be expected.
0: How aggressive are you being (laughs) in driving growth on the current company? And maybe a good way to quantify this is if you've got a a customer signing up for 135, 145 bucks a month, how much are you willing to spend to get that customer?
1: Uh, well, our, our customer acquisition costs are actually pretty low and that is, um, Mainly because we are spending woefully woefully low amounts at the moment on sales and marketing. Does that include overhead
0: back? like headcount?
1: Yeah. So if, if I if I include uh, headcount and marketing investments uh, across the board, we're we're under three hundred bucks. Okay. Per um,
0: customer. That's good. So call a two two month payback? Back. Yeah, two month two or three month payback period. Two payback. Yeah. That's healthy. Yeah. But uh,
1: that's not something I'm proud of. Uh, I mean, it's it would be a great number, but I would love to be spending much more on sales and marketing than we are right now. It just comes down to
0: affordability. Yeah, yeah. And finding channels that work that you can plow money into.
1: Yeah. And, you know, with that, we, um, you know, we've tried everything. We've experimented um, with a lot of different marketing channels. And, you know, it comes down to good old fashioned digital inbound content marketing. That's the real thing that we found has resonated with customers and, and is driving the traffic to our site.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Very good here, Mike. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book?
1: Uh, not really a business book, but I guess art of war, Sun Tzu. Can't beat it.
0: Yep. Number two, is there a CEO you're following? or
1: There's a lot to be learned from business people there.
0: Of course. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now?
1: Uh, no, not really.
0: Number three, I'm too busy. What's your favorite online tool for building the company?
1: Right now, HubSpot. Number oh, and Intercom.
0: Intercom and HubSpot. Good number four. How many hours of sleep do you get every night?
1: About six and a half.
0: Okay, and what's your situation? Married, single, kiddos?
1: Married, uh, divorced. Uh-huh. I mean, married and married currently, but previously divorced. And across uh, my two families, I have four adorable girls.
0: Oh, four kiddos! And how old are you, Mike?
1: I'm uh, fifty.
0: Fifty. Last question: What do you wish your twenty-year-old self knew?
1: Uh, I, I suffer from terrible anxiety and um, the one thing I wish I knew that then that I've learned is stop worrying things you can't solve and focus your energy on fixing things that can be fixed.
0: Guys, don't worry about things you can't Personal. control. Personal life and your business. Personal and business uh, again. Channel uh, company, sorry, company founded back in 2012. Channel Grabber again, helping e-commerce brands. Currently serving 800 paying 145, 135 bucks a month, doing about 110 grand per month in revenue right now. That's up from 85 grand per month just a year ago. They're bootstrapped. They have about 400,000 bucks in debt that they've raised. Looking to be cash flow positive in early 2019. 2.5% 2. logo churn per month, about 3% revenue turn per month. Spending 300 bucks fully weighted to acquire a 145 dollar a month customer, so two or three month payback. Team of 20 based in the UK founded in 2012. Mike, thanks for taking us to the top.
1: Thank you. Great pleasure.